It's time to get bit by 8-Bit. Hey everybody, welcome to the BXAP Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Jazzy! Good, thanks for blowing everybody's ears out, but uh, welcome everybody. Welcome to the 110th episode of the BXAP Podcast. 110. Did you know that the host, creator, and legend behind the BXAP Podcast, Jay, was born at one ten in the morning. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that's true. No, I made all that shit up, but yeah. it sounded pretty good, didn't it? It, it worked. It, it worked. It, it worked well. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with it. Yeah. Why not? Sounds good. I think you're about four or five hours off, but eh, what's what's that? <laughs> what's, it's what's just time. What's time. It's just time. Fucking time. <sighs> Anyways, guys, welcome back. We are ready to rock it hard with our back to the normal scheduled program, the normal BXAP podcast. Yeah, not that special E3 where Sony One podcast. Right, but if you want to, ch- if you still somehow are living under a rock and you uh, didn't know that E3 just happened, check out last week's episode. Check out episode one hundred and nine for the E3 special, yeah. where we cover the entire show, talk about the winners, the losers, and the real losers and the loser losers. Yeah, but also the winners. Pop yourself some popcorn. Sit on the couch, get comfortable, because we talked way too long. We got a lot of love for that episode, though, so I want to just give some shout-outs. Thank you, yeah. everybody, for all the feedback. We had a, a great show. We, we enjoy bringing the E3 coverage every year to you guys. So, without further ado, episode 110, brought to you by our lovely sponsor, the Detroit Beard Collective. For all of your beard care needs, go to the DetroitBeardCollective.com. They've got butters. They've got balms. They've got fancy wooden combs and metal combs to comb your beard. If you need a little bit of beard care in your life, go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. At checkout, please enter coupon code BX8B for 20% off, $25 or more. Thank you, and have a great day. <laughs> Thank you, Robot Jazzy. <laughs> that was pretty good, pretty good eh? Yeah, it was, it was smooth. Yeah, it was smooth. That was for real. But seriously, thanks to our sponsors. They guys, they they make some great products. We all rock the beards here at BXAB. I I mean, minus the ladies, I guess I should say. But uh, all the men rock the beards (laughs) over here, and we love their products. It is super nice. Uh, My beard's never looked as good as it has since I've been using their product. Check them out. Once you're done doing that, head on over to cinchgaming.com and look at the pro controllers that is going to change your life. That's right, cinchgaming.com. Use the code BX8B at checkout. You're going to save yourself. 5% 5% on Pro Controllers, PS4, Xbox One, with Cinch Tech built in, allowing you to remap your buttons with your smartphone via Bluetooth, allowing you to control your trigger pulls both physically and electronically, allowing you to record every button you push so that you can analyze your gameplay and try to get better and kill more people or whatever game you're playing. So check them out. Super cool products. We use them here at B, uh, BXAP, and we love them. Oh, lastly, I just want to say, uh, hey, thanks to Gunner Glasses. This is a little personal shout-out, but I love my Gunner Glasses. They save my eyeballs, and guys, you should definitely check out Gunner Optics. They make some great 
uh, techie glasses, I'll call them. You don't even have to like video games. Though, if you're listening to the show, you probably should. But check them out, Gunner Optics. They are lifesavers when it comes to tired, strained eyes. All right, guys, let's get into it here. We're going to talk about what we've been playing lately. Oh, Jazzy, what have you been playing lately? I have been playing League of Legends. It's a good game. I heard and it's, that's uh, it. That's all I've been playing. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, <clears throat> so you were playing uh, some special modes, though. Yeah, we played um, one for all, where you get to um, go into the regular draft mode. We had a, I had a much better experience this time. Yeah, because we got to play Lucy. Because we got to play Lucy, right? <laughs> But what you do is you go into regular draft mode. Each side of uh, each team gets to choose three bands. And then what you do is you nominate which character you would like to play. They take all five of the nominations of your team. They randomly select one. And everybody on your team has to play that character. Yeah. So I was lucky enough to uh, last night I played as my first game was (laughs) Lucian. Yep, and then the second game we were lucky enough to get Lucian too, so I got a little bit of practice beforehand. First game was pretty shaky, but the second game we went off. <laughs> yeah, I believe you and I were the only two on the team to not die. Yeah, no deaths. We were just destroying. We took the bottom lane, so it was you know double ADC versus double uh, jungle basically because they were um, uh, kindred, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but kindred, uh, I've never played against kindred. I didn't realize how much poke kindred actually has. Yeah. Uh, you know, with that, like, light bow or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, plus he's got wolf. Yeah, so. and, and the wolf. So um, I was uh, a little intimidated at first because, like, oh, this isn't going to be – I thought we were going to roll over them because they were going to be, you know, close range. Yep. But they had a little bit of poke, so they, they lasted a little bit, and then we just we just yeah. took over. Once I got my first, <laughs> my first full piece of gear, it was just <laughs> – I was having fun because, like – Everything that they were doing, I was just capitalizing on it. So they'd like go to dodge a move, and I'd be like, "What are you doing? Yeah. What What are you doing? Yeah. What What is this guy doing?" And then I'd kill him. <laughs> just <laughs> some of, some of the kills were just like you could tell that, uh, you know, the, the maybe three people. You know, you got the vote obviously, right? And part of it's part of it's chance. So even if even if three people vote for one guy and two people vote for the other, there's still a chance that the other one will get picked. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe two people knew Kindred. And the other three have never played as Kindred. I probably pretty true. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we had some fun doing that. Um, you're you're done then, huh? That's all you've been playing. Yeah, honestly, that's okay. all I've been playing. Had a real busy week, so yeah, yeah, not we, a lot of video games. Well, guys, for those of you who don't know, um, producer Ethan's not here because he's in Cancun celebrating his new marriage to Pokey L. That's right. Ebon Capone and Pokiel are now officially married. So, guys, make sure to hop on our social media, BX8B Gaming, uh, wherever it is you like to hang out with us, and give them a big congratulations. Uh, they they've put on an amazing wedding, and uh, I was you know we were all we were all super super honored to be part of it. Um, so that um, took up a lot of our weekend, took up a lot of our week getting prepped for it. So, yeah, we didn't play a ton of games, but I was able to play some League of Legends, and I did get to play a demo that I want to talk about. Ooh. Um, no, we don't got time to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, All right, so here on. for the news, uh, we have uh, first news to- topic is uh, we have a demo that you tried. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I think I don't you should talk, talk about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Oh, well, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, I played a demo of Resident Evil 7. That's right. So we saw it on E3. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. 
God, stop interrupting me. Sorry, I'm just filling in for chops. Oh, okay, fair enough. You're doing a good job. Yeah. Um, but no, so I get to play it. It's the same, uh, same like house that you saw at E3. If you saw the trailer at E3 when they were, you know, pushing the VR segment at Sony, you you know wake up in the house and you're trying basically trying to get out of the house and it's super creepy. Well, they released the demo that uh, is supposedly spoiler free. It's just kind of like to show off the new RE engine and really give you an idea of what the game's gonna feel like. And I'll tell you what, guys. I decided to try to play this at like uh, midnight, and I'm rocking, you know, the, the Dumb as hell. <laughs> I'm rocking the Astros, and uh, I about shit myself like three times. There was one point where I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like just I was by myself in my in the room. I'm sc- I'm screaming, uh, but it uh, it's it's creepy. It, it's beautiful. First of all, I think it looks it looks really impressive. The engine looks great. Um, you kind of are this, you wake up as this person and, um, I don't even really know who you are, but you find a a cassette and it plays out that there's like these, like, I don't know, B level, uh, ghost hunters that like break into this house and they, uh, you know, end up getting slaughtered one by one. But by watching the video, it gives you clues on how you're going to get out of the house. So, uh, I've only, I played this, I played it out like twice. I got two different scenarios. So that's the other cool thing. Like you, you can trigger different things in this demo. It's not just the same level over and over again. So like one time I found a trap door and I got, and I found like this ladder and I ended up going down it and <laughs> that was a mistake. The next time I, I actually got all the way to the outside door with the proper key to open it. And right as I opened it, someone grabbed me and pulled me back in. So I'm not even sure how many alternate like endings or or reactions there are but all i can say is that, like it's super cool i'm i'm like i can't wait to play it some more and see if there is uh, i haven't really explored upstairs yet and um it really made me excited for the the new game i think uh visually it's going to be amazing and it feels right back into that horror survival mode it doesn't you know it's not the the last couple Resident Evils we've gotten, which were very just arcade shooter style games. So, um, but yeah, guys, check it out. It's a free download if you are a PS Plus member. So it's a it's a PlayStation exclusive right now, and you can try it out uh, for free if you're a PlayStation Plus member. So, but uh, that's what I've been playing. I haven't really uh, played anything else. Uh, a little bit of my 3DS actually, because I took it with me uh, on the wedding day just to pass time in case we were bored, and I played some Super Metroid. That's it. You can always let us know what you guys are playing. Just hop on over to the forums at bxap.com, and you can uh, chime in there. We can talk about E3, we can talk about Resident Evil, or uh, you know maybe some new games. Are you excited for what's coming up next week? Uh, or maybe this week, uh, we do have some decent games coming out this week that I'm excited about because it's actually going to come out and we'll get to that in the news. But guys, uh, yeah, that's about it. We're going to move on to our next segment. It's time for some headlines. Look at those gaming headlines here on bit by eight bit. That's right. It is time for some headlines, and Jazzy's got all the news in his brain. Definitely not looking at his phone. What's going on, Jazzy? Um, so you have you ever heard of? Uh, I think it would be a gamer tag or or code name or something. 
the Jamk, the Jamk. I don't know how he really says this. The Jamk. That's why I'm gonna say the Jamk. You heard, you heard of that guy? No. No. Well, yes, but no. Oh, but maybe. Well, um, let me ask you a question. How much do you like Street Fighter Five, the video game? Very little. Like none at all. Yeah, it's not like really. really bad. Yeah. Um, another question. How much do you like um, Overwatch? A lot. A lot? Yeah. It's okay. Like, it's like right up there with one of my favorite games right now. So this fine gentleman and or lady has decided to mod Street Fighter V, the character Cammy, to look exactly like your girl from Overwatch. Which one? Guess. Um, Widowmaker. No. Mm, junk rat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the most popular, the one and only poster girl herself, Tracer. Yes. So that <clears throat> makes, just so you know, Street Fighter just got a little bit better. Yeah. I, I mean. I, I don't even know if that's enough for me to go play it, though. Well, they did have, like, kind of a teaser trailer where it shows you, like, the animations and stuff with her in the actual Tracer skin. So you select, and it still says Cammy, but she looks just like Tracer. And then you see a little bit of gameplay with her, and a lot of the moves that Cammy has even kind of make it look like she's got, like, a little quick, like, kind of almost, like, teleport type of move or kick and stuff like that. So it, like, fits. And they spent a lot of time on this because... Everything is done over as Tracer, and it looks real good to the point where you can customize the character by, like, colors and stuff. Wow. Someone put some time into that. Yeah. Just a little bit. Well, that's cool. I still don't think I'll play Street Fighter V. But will you play Street Fighter V? No, I'll play Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Street Fighter V. Sorry, Xander. Your game stinks. Well, it is June, though, so I guess supposedly we're going to be getting that update, and it's going to make the game better because we're going to finally get a story mode. It's going to make the game a game. Yeah. I might actually go play for the story mode. Mm. If I get real bored of everything else. I mean everything else. I mean, like, everything on my Xbox One else. No. <laughs> Not going to do it. Anyways, we got next. Do it. what's next? All right. 343 Industries Next. has done it. <laughs> they have done it, all right? Uh, sure they have they announced have. They made a real game new finally? global licensed partners. You know what that means? You're going to get a lot of cool Halo shit Yay. that you could buy for yourself. Can we get a good Halo friend. game first? No. Oh. No. They, wanted, they need to sell merchandise so that they can make more money and still give you bad video games. Man, Halo Five was terrible. But anyways, you could buy stuff like <laughs> <laughs> you could buy stuff like Bluetooth speakers, novelty bags, inflatables, balls, slippers, key rings, stickers, temporary tattoos, mugs, calendars, greeting cards, gift. I can keep going. This thing goes on and on. <laughs> Sunglasses, T-shirts, hoodies, varsity jackets, leggings, apparel for men, ladies' underwear, sleepwear, headwear. Homeware. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Giftware. Customized Halo theme controllers and faceplates. Holiday themed sweaters. Knitted Holiday caps. themed yes, sweaters. Yes, yes. We could cut it there. <laughs> we could cut it there. All right. Um. <laughs> wow. Talk about a cash mega cash grab. Mega <laughs> ultra cash grab. Like, come on. 
I don't even like your video game. Why would I go buy stuff to like represent your video game? Yeah, I just can't wait to buy some lady panties that I can wear that are just like all this is just Cortana's face. I actually might buy a pair of, like, the women's underwear in like, large <laughs> just so I could, like, run around the BXAB studio going, Look, I'm Halo 5! I'm Halo 5! <laughs> just naked just in the underwear. All right, everybody, chime in. Chime in on the forums <laughs> if we want to get some lady underwear for Jancy so he runs around the BXAB studio screaming, I'm Halo 5! Because <laughs> I will chip in, that's for sure. I'll cash app you a buck for that shit. Oh, my goodness. Anyways. Anyways, the only halfway decent news out of this, as if me running around in women's underwear isn't news enough, is... It's not news at all. It's common. <laughs> uh, obviously, the release date for Halo Wars 2 was announced at E3, and I know a lot of people might be sad because they missed the beta, which actually ended uh, this past Monday, but no need to fear, because if you missed it, it's extended until Wednesday, June 22nd. So if you want to go play it, the beta still, you can. Cool. That's not good news. What are you talking about? You loved Halo Wars. I did not. Don't put words in my mouth, you dirty slut. I'm pretty sure it's like your favorite game ever. Mm, maybe. A little bit. But no. Um. Okay, well, uh, what, what else you got there? All right, so apparently there's another report. They didn't even really call it a leak. But they're saying that somewhere it got reported again that there's a suggestion. This is how dumb the news is getting. Like, somebody's reporting that there could be a suggestion I was in that the, the PS4 Neo is going to release this year. I was in the bathroom of this one building, and there might have been a Sony exec in it because it had video games. And when we were in the bathroom, he farted, but I couldn't tell if it was a fart or maybe he said the Neo was coming out this no, year. We knew it wasn't exact because when he <laughs> farted, it wasn't a normal fart sound. It was the, like the PlayStation turning on. Like that's what his fart sounded like. So that's oh. how we knew it was an exec. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. So so anyways, there's a possible leak that it, it is coming out this year. Yep. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Like, you know, the Slim comes out this year. They're they're gonna want something out by the holidays, I would think. But yeah, I mean, previous previous reports said that they suggested it was gonna be out sometime in September, and then obviously it didn't make an appearance at E3. So people are worried that that means it's gonna be delayed and not put out in 2016. Mm, I think it's possible. But what do you think? How do you feel about this whole hype about, like, PlayStation Neo and... The only thing I care about the Neo now, now that Xbox. I've actually seen... Now that there's actually some VR that I'm kind of interested in, like Resident Evil 7, mm -hmm. if the the only thing I care about is that if the, Neo, if the Neo actually runs the VR better, you know, like it has a dedicated graphics card or whatever they're doing to make to make the VR system run better if it's like a you know decently improved you know a decent improvement then I'd be interested in getting one other than that I'm not really that concerned cuz I don't like I have a 4K TV I don't play my games on a 4K TV I like playing on my monitors you know I have my BenQ monitors I really like right and uh so I don't I'm not really worried about that you know so what other feature is really being talked about that is going to make me want to buy this system when I already have, you know, two PS4s. They're just making them mini computers. 
They're doing they're doing what like the steam boxes or steam engines are doing. Yeah, but if you're, I mean, my whole thing about this is like, if you're a council maker and you're just doing it to make it more powerful to be more competitive with game with, uh, you know, PC gaming. Guess what? In six months, you won't be competitive again because that's how quick the PC market changes. So, like, if that's really like their goal, their focus point, they're gonna be sad when. And let's be honest, Microsoft can't be that dumb that they don't know this already because of how mu- how much they're involved in the PC market. Right. But. You know, I just think that they, you know, they're releasing this new technology with VR. They got, they have, you know, bigger, better ideas that are coming out here, and they're realizing that their system is not going to have the, the longevity that these that the previous systems have had in the in the past because the technology that they're bringing out is is pushing the the you know pushing these systems so much. So to sit there and say the PS4 is going to have, you know five, six, seven year lifespan with the way that you're, you know, bringing out a dedicated VR headset, you're doing all these types of things, you know, all these next gen engines are finally hitting. And I think the PS4 just, it needs a power boost to support it, to keep it on that life, you know, that life cycle. And I, and the Xbox is honestly, the Xbox needs it even more because it was a little bit behind the PS4 in the beginning. So, if people are developing for the PS4, you, you Microsoft doesn't want to be the next Nintendo when it's like, all right, so we made Call of Duty. It's beautiful on these two systems, but uh, we had to dumb it down for the Xbox because, well, it's just not as powerful. Like, that's how how many years have we gone by where that's that was Nintendo year after year? Like, Microsoft doesn't want to do that again. They they don't want to be the next person, so they're they're just trying to stay with the pack. Yeah, but he, here's the difference. Let's say Neo and <clears throat> so was Scorpio. Is that what's called? Yeah. Let's say they're they're identical in their capabilities, in their you know ev- everything is identical down the line. Sure. Are you going to be more willing to pick up the PS4 Neo or the Xbox One Scorpio? Say your favorite game, they're going to come out with a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. And you get to choose which one that you want it on. Which one are you going to pick up? I mean, if they're equal right now, I've already, you know, I've already sided, I already have my investment on the Sony side. You know, right. it's tough. Like, you'd have, what would make me buy a Scorpio over a Neo right now is if Metroid, you know, again, this is a Nintendo IP, but if Metroid came out on the Xbox only. Something has to come out on the Xbox that's not on the that, and it has to be big. And the problem is, is like we're already getting gears. Halo already kind of you know fizzled. And what else are they? What else? I think they shot themselves in the foot on this though, because if you think about it, they're they're launching Scorpio, and they're like, oh, you can buy this, you know, fancy new system. It's going to have all these bells and whistles, and it's going to do so much for you. So the main thing is they want to sell systems, correct? Yeah. And we don't know the numbers because they've hidden all their numbers, but Xbox has sold less units than Sony PlayStation has. So they need to sell more Xboxes to people. So they're releasing the Slim and they're releasing Scorpio because they want to sell more units. Well, people like me, I don't own an Xbox, and you want me to buy your product, you shot yourself in the foot when anything that you put out that I want to play, I'll just play on my Windows 10 on my laptop. I don't have to buy an Xbox anymore for it. 
I mean, so yeah. I don't have to buy your yeah. unit, play your games. It's cool to be able to play it cross-platform like that, but people that don't own an Xbox, I think it's just another reason for them to not purchase an Xbox. I, I mean, I 100% agree. Like, this is definitely, you know, you've definitely kind of, like, diluted your diluted your uh, your brand here, but at the same time, we don't 100% know how that's going to work yet. Like, if there's limitations, if it's only going to be, like, these 10 games, if it's only first-party games. Like, we, you know, like, a third party to be able to play anywhere would have to be okay with the fa- be okay with that fact when why wouldn't they develop a game for Xbox only and then develop their game for Steam and get twice the amount of income you see right. what i'm saying exactly. so i feel like we're only i don't think you know i don't know if everyone's going to jump on this bandwagon you know so i think you're going to see like first you know like first party you know gears of war you know halo things like that that are going to have this cross platform buy and then you're going to have a lot of this third party stuff like is Scalebound going to be play anywhere? I don't know. I don't know. even care anymore. Is Recore really you know, going to be play anywhere? Because, I mean, it's an Xbox exclusive, so I guess if it has, if they, if Microsoft paid all that money to make an exclusive, then yeah, I guess you could do play, put it on both, right? Yeah. But games that, you know, aren't uh, exclusive that are third party, I don't, I don't see a developer wanting to do that because they're, they're diluting their own their own uh, you know revenue, right? So we'll see. I, I is it it's it's a weird decision for them to make. I feel like it's like, hey, we really wanted to make a handheld, or we really wanted to make like you know a functionality uh, like PlayStation has, but we're gonna do it in a different way. Now, here's the thing: we also don't know is well, no, I like. How does it work? Are you buying the game on Xbox and then because of it you get the PC access, but you can't buy it on PC by itself? Yeah, I don't know. You know, these are the things that we that aren't a hundred percent clear yet. Because, like example, do I have to put the disc can, in my Xbox to get the code for PC, or do I just have to buy the game and it's in the box right, and then I go like, to my PC? Because think of how the PS4 works. You got remote play through your PC now, so you're still turning the PS4 on and you're just streaming it through you know a network to your to your. Uh, laptop, laptop. Right. and that works really well. Uh, but I, but what Microsoft has one up on Sony is they have Windows 10, and they have a marketplace over here. So, you know, is it going to be more like cross buy? You know, where because I bought it over here, I can download it over here, and then my save file syncs up through Xbox Live because Xbox Live is also on Windows 10. Right. See, so they have they have this integrated network that could really help them. I just. I don't know. I, I have to see it when it finally launches 100 percent to to find to see how they're going to make it work. You know. Also, is it going to be something like I buy it on the Xbox and then yeah, I could, it's play anywhere for 15 bucks. I can get on the P- like like they didn't say anything yeah. about that necessarily either. You know. So hmm. there's a lot of concepts that's still up in the air as far as how that's all going to exactly work. So we'll have to wait and see. I think they are finally coming to, though, in at least the design choice. Because, I mean, personally, I'm Sony fanboy. I've owned all the PlayStations, so am I going to get this new Neo? Probably, because it's a Sony product, and I want the newest and best Sony product. So I'll probably get it. If I have some extra money laying around, and, you know, the Xbox is at a good price, and it looks good, 
I might buy one. Like, that Slim looks sexy. I might buy an Xbox just because it looks good now. Like, the I'm, packaging is finally correct. Yeah. No, the new system looks really well, really nice. I probably will end up, like, uh, swapping mine out. You know, I have a white original right now, and I'll probably end up picking up, uh, you know, a Slim and, and replacing it. But, um, I mean, realistically, for people like us, all Xbox needs is that one game. They put the one game out that interests you enough. You go buy a Wii U and play Splatoon. Yep. You know, that's uh, that's all they need. And um, there's a couple games in the you know on the back burner right now that have that potential. We just gotta wait to see them. It's just they haven't had they haven't had that breakout game that's made me just want to sit down and turn my Xbox on. Other yep. than Ori and the Blind Forest, I fucking love Ori and the Blind Forest. You know, uh, and I think it's coming to PC. At the end of this month, so you know that's even cooler that you like we won't have, we won't have to play on the Xbox if you actually want to play it. You know, uh, Jazzy will be able to play it finally on his laptop. Damn right. But um, what else do we got? Let's move on. Too much, too much Microsoft talk. Oh, okay. Well, then let's talk about the other uh, you know farts on your faces. Oh, Nintendo. Oh fuck! Can we go back to Microsoft? <laughs> farts on your faces. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> so the Nintendo NX. Will not, will not, be a digital only console. So basically, there's been a whole bunch of speculations that they're only going to have digital play, and you have to do everything on the NX, and you can't get your fancy cartridges or discs and play them that way. They said nay nay, and then they gave us no information about what's actually going to be the hardware. All right, so you you want my honest opinion on this? Yeah. Okay. No, I want your non-honest opinion. Yeah, here's my non-honest opinion. Great, fantastic, that's awesome, I can't wait. Here's my real opinion. There shouldn't be any fucking rumors or anything right now, because guess what? We should already know about what's going on, because you should have said it at E3. You're going to release... Okay, rumor has it that we're going to release the system in March. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jazzy, could you name the biggest uh, video game convention from now till March? Uh, that would be from right now until March. Yeah, because we missed the biggest convention ever, <laughs> yeah, every year. E3. I'm gonna answer your question. Though. I'm probably gonna say, uh, probably Tokyo Game Show. I mean, for Nintendo, that's probably a big show. Yeah, like I mean, it's not not yeah. a small show. You got GamesCon coming up too in Germany. But like, come on, you know where you're supposed to release this shit. It is not rocket science. You lot, you missed. Like, I, oh my god, I can't, I don't understand Nintendo, okay? You are on the verge of not existing anymore. You're going to release your system before the next E3, yet you show up and talk about three fucking Amiibos, Pokemon, and Zelda. Now, given Zelda looked fantastic, it was probably running on the NX, and you didn't even want to talk about the NX. Like, there was your perfect time to drop... Just a little bit. If you would have just gave a little bit, people would have started the commotions. You would have started... You know how much buzz you would have created? Instead, you just, like, your tail is between your legs and you're... Like, Nintendo's scared. That's what they feel like to me. They feel like they're terrified. They're like, we have to we have to release this, but we don't want to tell anybody about it because we don't want to get our feelings hurt. <laughs> like, that's what, it remind, that's what it reminds me of. Like... Dear God, man, grow a dick so you can handle it. Like, I, I don't understand your marketing ploy at all. And guess what? 
go ahead and, and announce it all at Tokyo Drift, but you still missed, what, three, four fucking months of hype that you could have had yep. going into it. You don't have to give it all at E3. I'm not saying, hey, tell us everything about NX right at E3, but you should have said something. You should have confirmed, like, five things. And then, you know what? Then you could have waited and Tokyo Drift come and be like, now the bomb drops. Instead, you're just going to try to, like, you're you're following this path of Sega that scares me because I love Sega and they're dead as fuck, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, dear God, please, may I be completely wrong on this topic, but... To find out today that it's confirmed we're going to have physical copies. Good, you should have physical copies. Because guess what? Everybody else does. Stop (laughs) trying to be the different guy because you're fucking yourself over and over and over. It's like, hey, we got motion controls. Guess what? Nobody else does. Yeah, it worked. It worked for you for a little while, okay? Move on. Drop that shit. Get grown up and fucking play play to your audience, okay? Like... Yes, some of your innovation is cool, but the Wii U pad, I could care less. Just give me a goddamn controller and let me play your IPs because your software is where your heart is. Mario, Metroid, Zelda, fucking all of those, Donkey Kong, all those things are Nintendo. That is what people care about. Yeah. And then if you build a system that's actually fucking powerful, that's actually fucking good, and you can start to pull, you know, the the same the same ports, the same Call of Duties, the same you know those the big AAA titles, then people will play it on your system. If you, if Fallout Four could run on the Wii U, people would have fucking bought it. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Like let's say, let's say you take a picture of the Wii, a picture of the Nintendo Wii. And you take a picture of Super Mario, alright? And you go ask 10 people what this picture is. And you go ask 10 people what this picture is. You might get quite a few people that go, oh, it's a Nintendo Wii. But I guarantee you, every one of those motherfuckers will tell you that's Mario. Yeah. Because, guess what? Nobody fucking cares as much about your systems as they do about your shit. Right. Like, give us a console, throw a controller in our hands, and let us play all those things that we love. Yeah. Now, again, obviously, I'm kind of shooting myself in the foot with... uh past conversations we've had with Button Masher Caleb, like, well, aren't you saying then that all that matters is their software and they should probably go third party? No, I'm not saying that because we because going third party after you've been, you know, a big boy doesn't seem to work because, let's see, who else has done that? Oh, yeah, Sega. How's that going for them? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, you don't? Oh, Sega. Yeah, it was that company <laughs> that used to actually compete against Nintendo. Yeah. They scared Nintendo back when they were king, okay? So, like, I I just don't... I don't get it. Like, they, their, their system needs to be good. And I believe, like, if you just sit here and you hold off and you wait and you hold off and you wait, all you're doing is creating doubt in your in your install base. Like, I'm already... I'm doubt... I'm scared of it now. I'm like, I want to see it. I can't wait to see it. But, like, I'm, I'm like, why didn't they say anything in E3? It comes out, like, March... That's like for us. That's not, like realistically, think about it. We're we're coming into July here. March isn't that far away. Yeah, and we know nothing besides rumors and oh oh, it's been confirmed. There will have be, be physical copies, but we don't know if they're going to be cartridges or discs. What do you mean cartridges? Like guys, cartridges. <laughs> what are you talking? Maybe that's about? their maybe that's their gimmick. How about this Nintendo? I don't want a gimmick. How about you make a system 
that can run just like the the Microsoft product, just just like a Sony product. Put a you want to know what here you want you want to make your little fancy gimmick and make it your own. Throw a a larger square controller in it that has all the capabilities and the buttons and make it your retro Nintendo controller for the new NX and then give me some shit to play. I don't no, care you... about gimmicks. I don't ca- don't give me some fancy ass shit that I'm not going to care about yeah. because I want to play your games. Yeah, come out with your come up with your gimmicks like, you know what? Re-release Rob. Rob the robot. Re-release him yeah. with a new game. You know what? Re-release the Power Glove. Based all around like certain games. But the but the but the core of the system is a good system with a good controller. Yeah, it's it's a wave bird in your hand. You know, it's you know like it's it's something like that. It's not there's no like what was the gimmick to a GameCube? Now, given I'm I'm picking a system that didn't do well, okay, but I liked the GameCube. What was the gimmick of the GameCube? Nothing. The system was a cube. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a shit. The system could be pink and look like a dildo. Fine, if it works, I don't care. Exactly. But. You know, like you had the WaveBird, you had you had broadband adapters so you could play online. After you sat there and swore up and down that the online gaming wasn't wasn't what people wanted, but then you pulled it out, and guess what? It worked. Unfortunately, you decided to go with miniature discs that couldn't hold a ton of data, and you went with an AMD chip that was super underpowered. And you, again, you went you you made the wrong decisions in the most important spots. So. The NX needs to come out with a ton, a ton of info. It needs to come out soon. I don't even want to. I don't even think it should wait till Tokyo uh, Game Show. Like some of this needs to come out now. And yeah, if it doesn't, conference tomorrow. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah, and if it doesn't, I'm just I'm concerned that they're not gonna they're they're crunching it too down. Where like by the time it comes out, people aren't even gonna really know about it, or they're not gonna care about it. And here's the other thing: you're releasing in March. Three months after the holiday, so yeah. like, yeah, I might go out and buy a system because I make my own money and I can do that. But you know what? Like, <laughs> like you're coming out in a time that like normally nothing comes out. Yeah, like every like even like Horizon Zero Dawn comes out in February. Like games don't come out like you might as well just push it to summer at that point. Or, yeah. or you know what? Like, really, you should just wait till the following holiday, but you can't survive that long. It's probably the issue. Yeah, they're they're walking that thin line of, hey, uh, you can either buy our new council or you could pay your taxes. Yeah. So here here it is. Here's how, here's how they can fix it, though, for me. All they have to do at Tokyo Game Show, wherever the fuck they decide they're finally going to, you know, stop being little bitches, is pop up and say, Here's the brand new Metroid. It's coming out at launch, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Cool, pre-ordered." Here's my money. Please don't yep. suck, you know. But I mean, that's how they'll temporarily fix it until I get the system. I go, "God damn it, they duped me again." The bottom line is they have to do something, and they have to do it now because here's what happens now: you show up at E3, the biggest conference for video games in the world. And you basically show Zelda, and everybody's like, oh, cool. And then you show more of your other shit that we don't care about because we already forgot about it because it just was just cool. And then you're like, oh, and oh, shit, oh, shit, here we go. We're backed up. What do we do? Oh, here's three new Amiibos. And everybody's like, ah, ah, Nintendo, three new Amiibos. We're so excited. Newsflash, Nintendo. You're running out of fucking Amiibos to make to throw in people's faces so they cheer for you. So make your shit. Not like that. No one cares. Your amiibos aren't what they used to be. 
people don't rush after them. Like I still, yeah. buy, I still buy them. The crowd is dwindling. The crowd's dwindling. But here's the my, roar here, here's, is is yeah. going down. Here's the bottom line. Okay, right now everyone knows you got a new system around the corner. Everybody knows that the next gen is about to start for you. So guess what? I I can't imagine your sales are any good right now. Like this holiday that you're not, that you're not going to have your brand new system ready. <laughs> you're not selling any Wii U's. You're not selling 3DSs, I don't even think. I mean, yeah, you got Pokemon, so you'll probably sell some 3DSs. But everyone is wondering, nobody wants to invest in your current system because they're wondering, hey, in March am I going to get this new handheld slash home console that they keep talking about because the rumor is it's a hybrid? Like, I'm not going to go spend money and invest money on Nintendo products right now because I don't know what the hell's around the corner because you didn't tell me anything. I'm going to tell you this. If they come out and they give me some system that they've had in the works and it has some super fancy gimmick and you have to play it in the sunlight because the controller only works off solar power, (laughs) I'm going to shit in my hand and play with that Nintendo, all right? (laughs) Give me something that works. Don't give me a fucking gimmick. Yeah. All right. Well, let's... Let's move on. Nintendo, you got a lot of work to do, guys, and you need to you need to give some public knowledge fast because uh, I think right now the world is concerned uh, about about you. So, all right. Uh, you got anything else, Jazzy? No. I don't even want to talk about anything else. Nintendo pissed yeah. me off. Well, we are going to talk about one more thing, and it's going to make you happy. Maybe. There was a, uh, there was a meeting with one of the creators of, uh, level designers of Overwatch and, uh, and, and the producer of Overwatch. And they were talking about the future of Overwatch and about new characters that are already in beta, new levels that are already in beta, and, uh, and, and just how, how they're going to continue to grow the game as time goes on. So they didn't give any details away, and they didn't promise that anything that they're working on will ever even see the light of day because it's very prototype right now. But they were talking about, like, this is, the, this is what... Um, you know what we're working on. This is how we're gonna do things down the road. And they even discussed kind of how League of Legends does, where they eventually might consider get like letting Releasing. people sign up to, for uh, beta access, where you'd be able to have a separate server that you'd log into to beta test some of this new levels and concepts. Oh my God! They need to make a lizard creature, and then they'll be like Godzilla, and they'll be like King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> So yeah, I was super pumped about that. It was kind of a bump, like a weird article because none of it, nothing was confirmed by it. But it was just interesting to read, and uh, you can find it on our Facebook page. It's on there, um, and uh, it's just an interesting read to see that they're already, you know, they already. I think they said had like four or five characters that they're using in the beta form. That uh, you know, some of them are really cool. My so, gosh, uh, they said some are like. Red, some are like near ready, and some are like early prototype that you know may not make it, make the cut. So hold on, I'm tweeting out asking everybody if they know a beta tester for Overwatch. <laughs> but it turns out uh, one of the cool things that uh, that Blizzard does in their development is the team that's working on the game. They have these like round tables of creative, like creative just mashups, and that's how a lot of this stuff happens. So like some of these characters that we'll see will get like made. Because of just like this, like round table of like, all right, guys, what would make a good character that we don't have in Overwatch right now? And people would just start blurting out ideas, and they create something, and then they make it. 
I mean, that's how, like, Blizzard slash Wizards of the Coast have always kind of done their yeah. stuff. They, like, knights the round table, like, sit around a table and just, like, word vomit all over it. Yeah. And then, like, scrape some of it away and try to piece some of it together. Yeah. Like, they've always done that. Yeah, but it was cool great. they came out publicly and were just talking about it. So that was neat. You can read the whole article on our Facebook page, BX8B Gaming. And then, uh, lastly, uh, I just want to say that Money Number 9 came out today, and it's really real, and I have a copy of it in my hand, and it's amazing. Mega Man 11? <sighs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I do have a review, early access review. So if you guys are listening to this and you're like, hey, should I buy Money Number 9 for $30 or $20 digitally? $30 for the physical copy. Well... Our expert at Mega Man decided to give us a review on Mighty Number no. Nine. Here we go. Here is a review from Xander for Mighty Number no. Nine. I made it about eighty percent through the game, assuming it follows a traditional Mega Man design. The game is tough, a little more so than classic Mega Man. The dash slash absorb mechanic is really cool and adds a desire and adds a desire to get good at chaining enemies together. But it isn't detrimental if you decide to just treat it like a Mega Man game. Your overall score will be lower without combos, though. One thing I really liked is how the game lets you know if you have the right weapon to fight the boss at the end of the stage. You can ask for advice if it's available before level before the level uh, before the level select, and one of the mighty numbers you've already defeated will offer their advice. Or as you play through the level, they'll show up at the certain spot to lend you a hand throughout the level. This is a $20 game, 30 for the physical copy, that comes with cross-buy for Vita and DLC. And it definitely looks like it. The graphics are polished, but there's nothing mind-blowing. And the pizza explosions are still there. The voice acting is a little honky, but it adds to the retro appeal. And Steve Blum, Spike from Cowboy Bebop, voices one of, Mighty Number, one of the Mighty Numbers, so that alone is worth the price of admission. The only thing I thought was lacking was a double jump. You can dash an unlimited amount of times in the air in any direction but up, which is pretty brutal at some points. I had a ton of fun with this game and didn't even get to touch the extra DLC mission it came with. I will definitely be purchasing this one as soon as it's available. If if you're even the slightest fan of Mega Man, you owe it to yourself to spend $20 on the digital version at least. So there you guys have it. Xander, one of our experts when it comes to Mega Man. Uh, he's been very excited as I have been with this game. And uh, he wrote a review for it. And uh, I mean, I'm excited for the game still. Uh, I know IGN didn't give it as much love as Xander did. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll Xander's see. a huge Mega Man fan. So, I mean, if you're a Mega Man fan, you'll enjoy it for sure. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so that, that comes out today. Yeah. And you know, for a Get it. twenty dollar price tag, thirty Buy for the it. physical item. It's not too not too big of a hit on the uh, on the wallet, but I mean you could spend twenty dollars today for this game. Or you could save it for the NX. Yeah, just go get money number nine. And shit in your hand. Because you're going to want to play with that instead. That's right. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, that's been the news this uh, week. You can always check out all the articles on our uh, social media outlets. So, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. You just go to BXAB Gaming, and that's where you can find all that fun stuff. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash BXAB. 
uh, and you can find us. You can also just search on YouTube for BXAB Gaming. But uh, we have all sorts of cool videos, review videos. We have uh, how-to videos and, uh, and and just some fun stuff. So um, check that out. All of our live streams also get published there. If you missed our live stream and you want to watch something, it's all there. Check it out. Subscribe. Help us out. And we're uh, we're gonna move in. We're gonna move into some uh, some emails. So oh. let's uh, let's line this up. Are you ready? I was born ready to read emails and answer questions. That's what I like. So here we go. You write them, we read them. It's time for emails on Bit by Eight Bit. That is right. It is email time. And uh, let's see, Jazzy, do you have any emails this week? I have. No. Okay, I got one. Nope. Here's my first. You just, you just read them all. I'm going right. to answer this week. Here's my first one. Question. Let's just keep it going from Xander here. Oh, all right. All right. If all of the characters from Overwatch were to get into a battle royale, who would come out on top? Let's just assume that any special attacks would have to build up like normal. Okay. I got my answer. Okay, let's hear it. Junkrat. Because <laughs> that don't... pussy just sits in the back and launches fucking grenades into the mass of people, and then it supercharges, and he throws a big wheel in there, and he kills everybody with one hit. Yeah, yeah. I hate Junkrat so much. Oh, he's the most annoying character in the game. See, I think Junkrat would get uh, taken out. Because because of his annoyance and people he's bothered people are bothered by him, they would focus him. What I think is you're gonna get like that weird match at the end of like like oh I'll take care of that person later they're easy type deal you know yeah. and then like all the big boys take each other out and then you have like I don't know you have like uh, who's your healer that you like Mercy yeah it's like Mercy versus like uh, I'm trying to think here. Uh, Who's the who's the Jamaican guy, the Brazilian guy? Oh, Lucio? Lucio, yeah. That's Mercy versus Lucio in the final, you know, because everybody else just, like, rocked each other's world. Yeah. Or, uh, and they'd be like, girl, we don't got the fights. Let's go get it on in the bit. Right, yeah, exactly. And then they'd both win. Or, like, or you'd have, like, uh, what's the other chick, uh, Symmetra or whatever? <laughs> yeah, Symmetra. She, like, she would just have all those turrets set up, and then she'd just go, like, inside and just, like, you know, chill. And then just a bunch of people would die, and then she'd just come out, and then her turrets would go off, and she'd have, like, a laser dance. Honestly, here's here's the real outcome to this question, all right? This is, this is what would really happen. So everybody knows the characters in the game that they already feel are kind of overpowered, or if they were in a battle royale, would be kind of at an advantage. So those characters are going to get taken out first because everybody's going to be gunning for them. So your Bastions, your Divas, your Widowmakers, your... Junkrats, your Ferris, because she has the ability to fly up in the air and not get hit by everybody. The people are going to focus them first and get them out of there because they have a clear advantage over everybody else. So after everybody basically just takes them all out and the dust settles, Winston's going to be in the middle of it, all of it. Because <laughs> he's like the most yeah. underrated weak character and he's literally, nobody, nobody is going to focus Winston. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's a good call. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of like there's definitely a couple characters that I can't even think of right now that are in that game, and that's how irrelevant they are. And those are the ones that would make it to the end because they would just kind of like be on the skirts yeah. and just and survive. Because I would like run into like in this whole battle royale, I'd run into a Winston, and he'd be the only one in my sights, and I'd be like, "Ah, oh, let's look for somebody else. He ain't gonna do more damage to me." Like, 
nobody's going to focus him. Nobody. Yeah. So he's going to win it all. Yeah, I underdog. Mean, Rogue ho- Rogue Roadhog will make it late because he's tanky. He's de- he's he's causes damage. He can heal himself. He's just got a really good mix of moves, and and his alt also can lay weight. Like if there was a large group still, and he went alt, he could lay waste to a lot. Yeah. So that's why I think, like, like you said, Bastion will probably go out real quick because people don't want him yeah, to get. Yeah. Like, if he gets a super, then you're in trouble, you know. So I think he gets gets taken out fast. But Roadhog, I believe, has survivability. He could make it late, and I believe like he'd be like a favorite of the people type mm-hmm. deal, and he just would fall short uh, at the end, you know, by by just getting teamed yeah. up on. If we think about it strategically like that, there's characters that like. Their alt is garbage. Exactly. So, like, you'd want to take out your your reapers, your bastions, your roadhogs, yep. your because I mean, like, uh, McCrees. Wa- yeah, your McCrees. Yeah. Because I mean, you want to take out Widowmaker. Yeah, she's a sniper. She's gonna she's but gonna do a lot alt, of damage. Yeah. But her alt does nothing. Does, so let exactly. her get her alt. Who cares? Yeah. You could take her out later on. Yeah. Exactly. And she's a sniper, so she's not going to be taking out clumps of people per se. Unless she's, unless again, I guess unless she's like right. super, super good. But, um, you know, for the most part, like, when you think of, like, widespread damage, it's like, you know, Bastion, Roadhog. Farrah. Farrah. Even Soldier 76, who just, like, gets auto-lock on, just like McCree does. Yep. Um, so, yeah, those are the people that you just, you want to get them out before they even get their first super. Because then they're, they could take out chunks yep. of people. So. Good question. Inter- interesting concept. Yeah. We uh, kind of changed the way we answered it like three yeah, times. We did, so. we did. All right. So um, thanks for the question, Xander. Next up, we got Sci-Fi AJ, and he says, if you could hang out with any one person from the tech world, uh, examples would be Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, uh, Kojima, um, uh, Infune, and, and Makami. I'm not sure what he meant by that one. Uh, anyways... The uh, so and talk to them about technology and gaming as a whole. Who would you hang out with for simplicity's sake? Let's say dead or alive, and we'll take language barriers out. Phil Spencer. Phil Spencer. Why? Because yep. I feel like that's probably the only way I'm ever going to buy an Xbox is spending a day with him and <laughs> having him tell me like the legit side of it. Because so, like, like that's I'm kind of blinded right it. now. Kind of blinded right now, but I want to see that world. I want I want to kind of know what the Xbox feels like. So I I feel like if I spent a day with him, my perspective of Xbox would change. I mean, bottom line, we're gamers, right? We like I, the reason I want Nintendo to do well is because it's healthy for the industry, right? I want options. That's what I want. Like I like Sony, don't get me wrong, but like there's nothing wrong. Like I own an Xbox because I want to, and I own a Wii U because I want to. Like. Like I just want I want those three at least to maintain their their ground and be able to continue to grow the industry. So, um, I could yeah, that's not bad. It's not a bad answer. I would uh, as far as to talk about technology. I mean, you know, Steve Jobs always interested me just the way his his mind worked. But you know, so he'd be an easy pick. But I uh, I also would really like to. Um, spend some time, man, about technology, huh? Yeah, it'd probably be Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs followed by, um... Steve's a huge one, because yeah. I feel like he, like, designed, a whole, like, <laughs> the industry almost. Yeah, absolutely. So... I don't know. I, I mean, I wouldn't even necessarily pick some of these big names because these are like Steve Jobs. Yeah, he he's an innovator. He you know him and Bill Gates for sure actually you know 
but I would love to spend some time with Kojima if, since the tech since the uh, the language barrier is gone. Right. Like Kojima's mind is just so interesting. When you watch these trailers and these concepts, you're like what kind of drugs does this man take, right? So to be able to actually hold a normal conversation with them uh, would be quite interesting. I'd like to see like how is how he works and, and where some of this creativity uh, comes from because his creativity is what drives his technology. His weird uniqueness makes him try to find the technology that can, that allows him to bring his creativity to life, you know? So, that's uh, that's right up my alley right there. I'm going to go as a close second. Perry Spencer. He's the creator of the microwave. <laughs> and in the world that we live in now, nobody has time to cook their fucking food anymore. So I think sitting down with him and like getting his idea of why he created the microwave. Because think about it. like How often do you use a microwave to heat your shit up? your leftovers or cook something real quick because you don't have the time to sit down and cook it on a stove or in the oven. Like, I, I think it'd be cool to, like, take that piece of technology that you use all the time and you don't realize that it's a large piece of technology and sit down with that guy. Like, yeah, be like, dude, you made an impact on this many people's lives on this many times a day basis. Like, how do you feel about this, you know? Yeah. That'd be interesting for sure. Um, you know, how's it feel that you uh, destroyed mankind and everything that uh, it stood for because you created the smartphone? Yeah, <laughs> we're all drones now. Thank you very much. I mean, if it's like, if if we're gonna, if AJ is gonna allow me to cross the borderlines of like actual tech, you know, people versus like fictional, I'm gonna sit down with the creator of Mechagodzilla. Oh, you actually just brought up a really good point. So, so that's a good that's a good idea. That I like that one. But on a in a real note, but also in the movie form, I would love to spend some time with Neil Bloomkamp. Oh yeah, he's like he's like my my favorite director currently. I, I love District Nine. I've I've loved everything he's he's uh, you know got his hands in, and, and I'm super excited that he's making the Alien movie. But uh, he is somebody that what he's been able to do with such a small budget yet creates such cool sci-fi effects and just realistic looking, you know, sci-fi movies. Um yeah, I'd love to spend some time with him and just Did he do Chappie? He did, yeah. Okay. Yep. Just want to make sure. Yep. So, um that would be really cool. I'd spend some time with him for sure. Man. That's a good one. I like that one. All right. So, thanks for the uh question sci-fi. Next up we got Button Masher Caleb and he says, "Hey, you handsome devils, Thanks for the E3 coverage. Even though most of the crew are Sony dick gobblers, you kept it fairly balanced. Okay, that least... E3 conference wasn't balanced. Time Get out. the hell Time out, out of here. He says you kept it balanced, as okay. in us. Okay, okay. He says, okay, at least Jay tried while Jazzy just dumped on Xbox. What announcement were you expecting at E3 that didn't happen? Uh, it was a long shot, but I was hoping for a new Bioshock game along with a Bioshock remastered collection that would have been available now. Almost jizzed a little just saying that. Uh, <laughs> Ethan and I'll have a great honeymoon, and don't forget to use the book I recommended. Winky wink. Game on. P.S. I miss Chop's sweet, sexy voice and a beard so amazing I can sense it through the speakers because of the great DVC products. <laughs> Got our fans plugging for us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. 
There was a question somewhere Was there a in there. question yeah, in there? it was what announcement were you expecting at E3 and you didn't have And I didn't get it. Okay, uh, I, have I have three. Couple, I have a couple. I have so three. I'm going to let you go first in case you, and let's see if you get any that I have. Okay, so you want me to do all three? All three, yeah. Okay, I'm going to do all three. Yep. I have three. Two of them are at the same level, and one is at the very top of my list. Okay, okay go. Ready? The Last of Us 2. Okay. I wanted to see The Last of Us 2. Yep. Didn't hear anything about it. Yep. PlayStation Neo. Okay. They didn't say anything about PlayStation Neo. Kind of knew they weren't going to going in, but I thought maybe that would be a cool surprise at the end if they dropped that when they said they weren't. Super cool. Yep. Uh, my biggest one is anything to have to do with the NX. Yeah. All right. So, surprisingly, none of those match mine, so that's good. I have three as well. Okay. And uh, two of them are on the same level, and one of them is on the top. Top. Okay? Perfect. But they're completely different. Uh, the first one, Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, where the fuck was that? Where was it? The second one, Kingdom Hearts Three. <laughs> These are all... Where the hell was that? <laughs> I'm glad that we listed like everything that they didn't fucking say. Two, two things that they focused on heavily the year before, though. Yeah. And no update, you know? Nothing. And then, finally, the my top one is anything to do with the fucking NX. <laughs> Completely different from what I said. Completely different. <laughs> fucking A, Nintendo. Yeah, I, I have no idea why Nintendo even wasted a cent on what they did. Like, come on. And we all know Pokemon's coming, and guess what? We're all going to buy it because it's fucking Pokemon. It's yeah. drugs, man. You already got us hooked. Who gives a shit? Your Amiibo's like, guess what? You want to know how I care about your Amiibos? Which is the, the one thing you should probably confirm right fucking now is, guess what, guys? Don't worry. Amiibo support on the NX. Confirmed. <laughs> that could be the one thing you confirm is that yeah. you just drop six more Amiibos yep. to a dead system that no one's like, well, I'm just going to buy it in the box and put it on the shelf because uh, the fuck do I do with these things? God. Hey, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um... Just to let you know, uh, the NX is not going to support Amiibos. But while you wait for the NX to come out, here's 17 more Amiibos. Yeah, seriously. Like, <sighs> Dude, I'm so upset. Here's, a, here's, here's the thing that really should have happened, all right? So, <laughs> basically, our other four were, were based upon Sony. Sony ran out of time and airspace to give everything that they possibly needed to give. So what what Sony should have done is basically talk to these people beforehand and said, hey, listen up, Nintendo. Listen up, Bethesda. You guys don't really need your time. Just throw your shit up on the interwebs and then let us have your stage and then we'll give the people a show. And then it could have just given us everything we wanted. Seriously. All right. So (sighs) thank you for the question. Anything on the NX. Yeah, anything. Thanks for the question, Button Masher. Uh, next up, we got Miggy. And he says, hey, guys. I've been hearing a f- uh, I've been hearing for a few mo- people, from a few people, talk about pre-ordering games. For the most part, they have been saying to stop pre-ordering games because not all games uh, that we're getting are great games. What are your... What are, in fact... What are they, in fact, saying... Wow, I can't read right now. What they are in fact saying is to wait for decent reviews to come out or gameplay footage so you can make an educated decision for yourself to where you're going to purchase the game or not. 
my question is, where do you guys stand on the pre-order versus not pre-order debate? Thanks, guys, and game on. So, I read this article right before E3 that was like, don't fall for the E3 hype. And I'm like, oh, what's this about? And I read it, and it's like, don't pre-order the shit right after E3. You're just, you're just enabling all this garbage, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, man, just because you're all butthurt because you because you can't you, you didn't get to pre-order your fucking Pip Boy edition or something like you went, <laughs> right, you right. went and read this article. So here's my stance. They on ran it. out of his amiibo. Yeah, here's my stance on it. Like, if you want something, then fucking pre-order it. Like, in this day and age of Amazon and, and really all these places where you can pre-order something, like I pre-order stuff on Amazon for nothing. They don't they don't take my five dollars like GameStop does. It's nothing. And then I can cancel it all the way to the day before it ships. Yep. So like, yeah, I guess what I had pre ordered for a while. I had the Halo five collector's edition pre ordered. The two hundred and fifty dollar collector's edition. I canceled that shit because it's garbage. <laughs> but I had it pre-ordered because I didn't want to be that guy that, like, I don't know, didn't hop online when the Final Fantasy XV Collector's Edition went live and, you know, Chops got one and Jay didn't. And now I'm pissed because I don't want to pay triple the fucking cost on eBay. Like, yeah, go lock down whatever you want. And don't, like, don't worry about what what these people are saying about, oh, well, just wait for good reviews and shit like that. It's like, no. If a Metroid game comes out, I'm going to pre-order it. Especially if there's a collector's edition, because I want the collectible. Yeah. And I don't want to pay god-awful rates on eBay. Like, I, I, I don't do that. Like, I don't... I try not to do that by all means. And, I mean, if you think pre-ordering a game, like, is enabling people... Enabling these companies to make bad games, newsflash, man. People, like... People just buying games enables them. Like, okay... I rip on Call of Duty a lot, and and this new Call of Duty actually looks like they're trying to put some creativity, different, some difference into the game. But for the most part, like regurgitating a sports game every year, regurgitating Call of Duty every year, regurgitating Assassin's Creed for a while there every year, like those were the things that like it didn't matter if you pre-ordered or not, people were just buying it because it was a name that they that they respected at one point, and you know what? It's just not it's not what it used to be. It's Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, pre-ordering it or not, it's still happening. That's why indies are so popular. That's why that's why the indie market exists in this day and age is because you have all those people that are sick of the AAA bullshit. They're sick of buying an incomplete game. They're sick of buying a broken game. So yeah, you have all these people building video games in their in their garage and in their basement and come you know and, and created this whole new industry. So I mean. <sighs> Does part of it suck? Yeah, absolutely. But does it mean like you shouldn't go out and pre-order what you want? Like, no. Just don't be that person that's like, here's my $60 a year before the game comes out. Like, be smart about it. Like, I pre-order my stuff, like I said, where I don't have to put any of my money up front. And that way, as things pan out and things start to change and I get to see gameplay and I see these things, I can change my mind and say, hmm, you know what? Um, I'm going to cancel that. And that's exactly what I do. So, I, I don't know. I just, I think people get too butthurt over this stuff. And they just, you know, they want to be, they want to hate on everything. 
You know, it's just, it's the same people that are like, oh, well, Destiny's broken and Destiny's terrible. And it's like, you are the assholes that have put 400 hours into this game. And, and after you bitched about it, you're on it that night playing it. <laughs> okay? So, like, get off your high horse and just say, you know what? Like, there's problems with this game, but I enjoy it. And guess what? If you enjoy it, then you should play it. You should buy it. Whatever it is. I have every collector's edition of Dest- of the Destiny sets. Okay, so make fun of Destiny all you want. I like Destiny. Do I have my problems with Destiny? Absolutely. Did it, was it fucked up year one? Oh hell yeah. But I have my 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 fucking ghosts, and I have my strange coins, and I have all that jazz that came with it because I really like what that what the potential that Destiny has, the growth that Destiny has has shown and you know, I want to support it as long as it's going to run. Now, given a couple years down the road if they start to go, you know, in in the direction of let's say Call of Duty, yeah, I might stop. But, you know, just like I did, I I liked Modern Warfare. I liked Modern Warfare 2 and then I was done. I just I just kind of was like, "No, I don't I don't want this anymore." So, just do what you want. What do you think, Jazzy? Miggy Listen up, because I'm about to get real with you right now, all right? And for everybody else that is going to hear my response to Miggy, don't get your panties in their buns, because I'm going to explain something to you, but I'm going to get real, all right? So, pre-ordering, all right? This is the difference between a gamer at heart and just a gamer, all right? Anybody that's a gamer at heart is going to pre-order the games that they want. They're going to wait the time out, whether it gets delayed, whether it gets pushed, whether it's not as good as it wants to be. They're going to pick that game up. They're going to play it. And then they're going to do one of two things. They're going to add it to their collection or they're going to flip it for another game. That's a gamer at heart. Other gamers don't pre-order because they're not gamers at heart. They just play video games because they pick it up on a Spurge buy. Or, hey, I'm going to go pick this game up because everybody else is playing it. Or my friends are playing it, all right? Yes. So the difference, in my opinion, between pre-orders and not pre-orders is is the fine line between whether you're a gamer at heart or you're just a gamer. Is there anything wrong with being one or the other? Absolutely not. But the people that are going to... Okay, so E3 2015, they released Horizon Zero Dawn. I went and pre-ordered that the next day. That game wasn't going to get released for a year and a half, okay? This E3, they said, hey, we actually came out with a collector's edition that's going to come with cool stuff. I immediately went the next day, canceled my pre-order of the original Horizon Zero Dawn, and then re-pre-ordered the collector's edition one because I'm a fan of Gorilla. I have Gorilla Games. I love playing Gorilla Games. If it's a bad game, there's been some Killzone games that were not yeah, so great. Sure. Love the Killzone series. One of my favorite series of all times. Some of them, not so great. Still own them. Still, still play them. Still play all. them. Yep. If I didn't want to, I could flip them and, and then buy something else I'd like, like Overwatch or something. That's a gamer at heart versus a gamer. And it doesn't mean also that you can't like do your research, you know, like, like I just, like he just said, you lock it down and then let's say it doesn't come out for eight months and four months in, they release, you know, a trailer and a bunch of like, uh, you know, uh, material. And you're like, Oh, this is not up my alley. Like I thought Mm -hmm. this was going to be different. You know, um, I'm going to cancel and I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait and see what it's like. You know, you, you can have like, 
like rationality, like you can be rational about it and at the same time lock, you know, temporarily lock it down. So that way you're not the guy that's like, man, this turned out to be my favorite game, but they only made, you know, 5,000 statues and people bought them. And now they're trying to sell them for $400 on eBay. And I'm bummed and I'm butthurt because I can't have one. Cause that's what I do. I mean, that's why, you know, that's what I used to do. And I used to be upset. Now I try to like lock down what I want and then I don't have to worry about it down the road. And then, yeah. you know, like I said, E3 comes around and these game shows come around and they, and they and they're gonna talk about it. Pay attention. So the game here's here there's the key. As a gamer, pay attention to your industry and you won't have to worry about this stuff. You can pre-order it and then be like, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm gonna move my pre-order over over to uh, you know to uh, Battlefield instead of Call of Duty, or I'm gonna move my pre-order over to Overwatch instead of Battleborn. You know, like things like that. Like pay attention and see if it fits you. And if you are interested, keep it. And if you're not, then move on. That's it. I'm, we spent too much time on this. It's, yeah, it's simple. And the bottom line is the people that are uh, getting all butthurt about it, like that guy that was talking crap about before E3, hey, guess what, guy from E3? I guarantee you you ordered your movietickets.com Pixels movie ticket beforehand and then went and saw it and were freaking completely ate, irate about how horrible that movie was, all right? Maybe if you would have waited and not pre-ordered your ticket and you had your friend tell you how it was, then you could have gone and seen the movie. Get yeah. out of here. Tell me you haven't done that shit before. Exactly. There's movies They're just trying yeah. to cause shit on X-Men social Ap- media I so they can do it. I saw X-Men Apocalypse at midnight because I didn't want someone to tell me to, to go see it or not. I wanted to be the judge. Yeah. Sometimes you want to be the judge. I like games that other people don't like, okay? There's yeah. games that people do not like, and I'm like, actually, I enjoyed that game. And like you said, some of these kill zones that were not very highly rated. I, I liked all the kill zones because I liked kill zones. I'm gonna buy a ticket, pre-order a ticket to punch that guy in the face. All right, so not Miggy, but but not not yeah. Miggy. No, definitely yeah. not Miggy. All right, thanks like for the Miggy. thanks for the question, Miggy. Uh, next up, we got uh, Eric. Eric chimes in. He says, "My question: Shaq has Shaq Fu. Jordan has Chaos in the Windy. Uh, chaos in the Windy City. Barkley has Shut Up and Jam. What should be LeBron's video game?" Uh, LeBron's video game would be uh it's kind of like um take the diving that's in soccer you know when like you know you don't touch someone yet they fall over mm-hmm. add it to basketball and uh but just LeBron and, and and basically it's just like how well can you can you dive and and like the the judges will be like or, or sorry the referees will be like judges so they'll they'll like score you you know kind of like like a swimsuit model be like, ooh, that was a good dive. That was a good fake. Yeah, that that was a good. And then like sometimes you can cry, and like you'll get bonus points because LeBron's a bitch. Yeah, I'm just, I'm kidding. I'm not I'm a fan kidding. of. Le- I'll be, I'll be straight honest. I'm not a fan of LeBron, and he does a lot of like I'm the just, little crying on the side. So I'm gonna say, um, brick house of pain. I um I'm just teasing because we, we we do know that uh, Eric is from the Ohio area, <laughs> so I just wanted to give him a little bit of a hard time. Uh, Lebr- so the the Cavaliers won the championship, and uh, you know they're celebrating, and I'm sure uh, Eric down there in Ohio they're having they're having some fun. But uh, you know there's always these rumors about potentially it happening, and it hasn't yet. But I think LeBron should. I think LeBron and like and uh, Looney Tunes should should team up together, and you should make an NBA Jam game, along with a new movie. Yeah, there you go. I would love to see an NBA Jam. Like take take you know, uh, 
so yeah, you take NBA, NBA Space Jam. Yeah, so you take you take Space Jam start concept, and then you take NBA Jam, and you make that arcade basketball game that's a mixture of cartoon characters and uh, and NBA players, and it's starring LeBron James. So Space Jam, NBA Jam, LeBron James. We yeah. call it Spam. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, thanks for the question, Eric. Um, we just lost a fan there. But... <laughs> oh, damn. All right, uh, next up we have Braden. Braden's chiming in. He says, death to the Vita, they proclaimed from the mountaintop. I like how you read it. <laughs> now, from the mountaintop. That's right. Now that I can go on vacation in the middle of nowhere on the side of a mountain and remote into my PS4, why the shit do I need a Vita? It's officially dead in my eyes. Yeah, sure. There's like five titles that I can play on the airplane. Whatever. The main reason I had a Vita was to play remote play. Do you guys think I'm being a huge bitch and I should just take my meds? Or is the Vita really dead? Wipe once, check twice, Braden. And we got a lovely photo from him. Uh, I believe he is actually on the side of a mountain right now, guys. Uh, but he brought his PS4 controller, took a photo of it, and sent it to us. Uh, maybe we'll uh, we'll share it. He, it looks like he's in some uh, wooded area with it right now. So, But, um, I mean, the Vita has been is definitely... As a system, it's dead. It's been dead. Like we've known this when uh, Sony came out and said they're not supporting to make where they're not making game, physical games for it anymore. You know, the uh, third-party companies are the like if you go to a store and you go look at what games are available physically for the Vita, it's all third-party and that's it. And it's all usually ports or like Japanese imports. The Vita is a is an amazing piece of hardware, and I and I I can't even call it a state-of-the-art piece of hardware anymore because it's been out for so many years. But it is an amazing piece of hardware that they just never found traction with, unfortunately. I think the price point was too high in the beginning. I think by the time they figured it out, no one cared. And, you know, when they came out with PlayStation TV and they came out with, hey, you can remote play your PS4 from any computer in the world, you killed the Vita at that point. Because that was the one reason you kept the Vita around. Yeah, you know, we went to Pax Prime in Seattle, and Zer came out and was selling some gun that we all wanted. And we were like, "Shit!" We all pulled our Vitas out. We all turned our PS4s back on remotely from, you know, back in Michigan, and we bought our gun, and then we hopped off and we went back to the show. But like that was super convenient. Now that you're telling me I can do it with my laptop, and it, and I can just plug my DualShock Four in, so I'm already carrying my laptop around because I need it. Yep. And then all I have to do is pack up DualShock Four. Plug it USB and I and I have a 15 inch screen in front of me running my PS4. Yeah, that's you know going to be better. And if I have access to a hardwire somewhere in a hotel or whatever, my laptop can accept that. Where the Vita was only via only Wi-Fi. It's just yeah, you you took one big feature of the Vita and you just stripped it from it. Which again, you you've given up on that system. So I like it makes sense. But, now let me uh, flip it for really quick because I don't want I don't want to be a, a hater. You know we got to give them the full experience. All right, so Braden, I'm gonna bring it down for you real low into a whisper. All right, guess what? There's still more games I'd rather play on the Vita than the Xbox fucking One. <laughs> uh, the Vita has a lot of good games. That's the thing. And yeah. So if you're, if you're looking like 
maybe you're a person that actually uses handheld. Like, you know, handheld's important to you because you're, you know, you are always on the subway and you're always, you know, you're always moving or whatever. Like, the Vita is a solid system with tons of great imports and tons of JRPGs. So, like, like a lot of cool things you can do with the Vita. But, you know, for someone like me, who I, I game a lot at home, and when I'm on the go, I'm not really gaming a ton. I'm more or less, like, you know got the camera in my hand or I ha- or maybe I'm gaming a little bit on my phone you know but for the most part I don't game a ton on the fly unless it's like a brand new Pokemon game or like you know things like that that drive me to because it's only on the handheld see that's, that's the difference yeah and that's the thing that the Vita kind of suffered with was having those games that were only on the Vita so you had to have the Vita you know and they had a couple that were really cool too uh, Tearaway was really cool Gravity Rush was really cool Here's the problem. They're, they're all available on the PS4 now because yep. they gave up on the Vita. Mm-hmm. So, um, And when you're pooping. I mean, let's be real. It's kind of hard to put the laptop and get it like perfectly angled on your legs or like leaning it like on the edge of your tub, you know, so you can have the control in your hand. So, I mean, you could still use the Vita perfectly good when you're pooping. That's true, yeah. The Vita would have been an amazing piece of machinery if the joysticks would have been a little more of a joystick and less of a twitch stick. And if it would have had dual uh, triggers instead yeah. of that dumbass touchpad on the bottom, yeah, that was dumb. If you would have had that, I would like. I probably still would use it to this day for remote play. If they would have just made like a smaller version of the PS4 controller, blend like like if they took if they took a PS4 controller and it had sex with like a Wii U remote, bam, <laughs> bam. All right. Thanks for the question, Braden. Uh, you know, hold on to your Vita. I mean, you know me. I'm a collector. I like holding on to my stuff, but uh, you'll, you'll find a use for it, I'm sure. Um, all right. Next up, we have the owner of our sponsor, Matt from DBC. Oh. Chiming in. He says, why would Xbox drop prices just after the 15-day window for me to get an adjustment on the re- my recent purchase. Inquiring minds want to know, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's my response to my favorite buddy, Matt. Should have bought a PS4. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, Please still sponsor man. us. Xbox is have, always no, finding I little have, loopholes and ways to do shit like this. They're always doing it. I have the perfect response, and let's just pretend like I'm from Microsoft right now, okay? <clears throat> We're sorry. That's it. <laughs> it's like uh, the South Park episode when it was uh, when they make fun of BP for the oil spill, but it just kept saying "We're sorry" as like more and more oil spills over, like. Microsoft, I, I mean, I don't know. You, you got your system, you know, E3 hit, and I, I don't think anybody saw the price that they were going to do another cut. Um, but I guess they're trying to move, they want to try to move through that inventory of that original system and, and start to really push towards the slim here in August. So maybe it's to try to cut down, you know, to liquidate the uh, stockpiles of uh, original Xbox Ones so they can get ready for the slim. You know, um, I be I guess fifteen day. I'm curious what uh where did you end up getting your Xbox One from, Matt? Because um you know I maybe it's Best Buy and maybe maybe you're just a standard reward zone. I don't know because I I think I have forty five days at Best Buy, but I buy way too much there, and that's why. 
Cause I'm like yeah. plat- I'm like platinum or some shit. I don't know. But uh, yeah, 15 days. That sucks. That's yeah. really shitty uh, that they and that they won't take care of you. But he probably called them like. You know, when he still had five days left, and they're like, "We're sorry, lines are busy." Yeah, I mean, average wait time yeah. fifteen days. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 be a little honest here. Let's 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 call Matt out for what it is. Like, you went crazy in like a three day span. You were like, "I need an Xbox. I need I need a steering wheel. I need uh multiple games." Wait a minute, I need an elite controller. <laughs> you just went for and, and yeah. like I was happy. I was like, man, he's going hard and he's you know he's back back in the gaming. Like that's super cool. But uh, but yeah, it, it just was like you went off. So uh, unfortunately, yeah, E3 came around and Microsoft decided to uh, to make a price cut. But um, hey, if you're still enjoying your system, if you're having fun with your friends. And you're happy to be gaming, then you know. I think what the fifty dollar difference, like, oh, you know, oh well. Yeah. Sell some more beard butter, buddy. Sell some more beard combs, yeah. a couple beard crates, and move on with your life. And if you're not happy, <laughs> eBay that shit and buy a PS4 and come play with us. AKA, or actually, I still love you. Don't don't cut the sponsorship. I know I'm giving you <laughs> tough love right now, but it's just because I know you're a gamer and you you don't really give a shit about that fifty bucks. All right. Anyways, DBC best thing ever, right? <laughs> Jeez, buy the product, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah. DetroitBeardCollective.com. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Matt. Um, hopefully, you're enjoying that Elite controller, and um, I'll enjoy my new Elite controller because that, that I didn't see coming. Because guess what? They got me too. They got me too, Matt. Okay, I sold my Elite controller to you, and they knew it. So they were like, "Okay, how can we get Jade to buy another Elite controller?" I know. Jack it up fifty bucks, paint it red, and call it the Gears of War controller. Fuckers got me again. P.S. Side idea for you, Matt. God of War, Detroit Beard Collective, Funko Pop. Make it happen. God of War, DBC T-shirt. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God of War. There you go. Detroit Beard Collective, anything. Yeah, but I'm just saying, right now with that beard, it yeah. works. Fits. Yeah. He needs to he's make got it a happen. sick beard. He's got to ride that out. All right, well. Guys, thank you. Uh, thank you for sending your emails. I have uh, one left, of course. It is the best, saving the best for for last, as always. Ooh. It's your boy, uh, DD. And he says, hey, guys, I almost missed writing in last week because I've been feeling sick. When I went to the doctors, they asked me for a blood sample, a shit sample, and some semen samples. So I just handed them my dried up whitey tidies and knocked out three birds with one stone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, dirty Dylan, you know I love you, but I pictured you as like that guy that's like got the cheesy poofs like all over his fucking shirt, like playing the World of Warcraft episode of like South Park, like <laughs> clicking the mouse. You need a sample? <laughs> he goes on to say, So, with that being said, what video game has gotten you so excited that maybe one of these things happened to you into uh, a dried whitey tidy, or maybe all three at the same time? Stay filthy, DD. Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. Dawn. <laughs> 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 yeah, I cracked my pants a couple times during uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn gameplay footage. Oh my goodness! Yeah, exactly. Um, 
that that's that's the current game. I'd say before that, uh, Destiny. I played Destiny. Um, that uh, the beta, and I like after I played the beta, I was like, I was making messes in my pants every day until I got until I got that game. I was like, oh my god! Oh, here's the, here's how obsessed I was with that game after the beta. I found out that my so my wife got me the white Xbox that came with Destiny, right? But it wasn't gonna come on launch day. It was gonna come the day after, and I was super bummed. Well, I already had a PS4, so I went out and bought a normal copy of Destiny so I could play it on launch day. And then when my white system came with the extra copy, I just had two copies of Destiny with my two PS4s. Obviously, she took one over and she played Destiny with us, so it all worked out. But I wasn't going to wait an extra day because I was like, nope, I got to do this on on launch day, which also happened to be my birthday. So I thought it was super cool that Destiny yeah. came out. But, uh Yeah. Destiny would be one. Fantasy Star has always been one that would make me uh, make messes in my pants. Um, oh, he he wrote more in. He goes, uh, but since I'm writing in, I heard a new Independence Day movie is dropping soon. If you had to drink an, <laughs> if you had to drink an alien's piss, what alien species piss would you drink? Stay dirty and game on. So let's just go back. What game do you have? Another game that besides Horizon? No, Horizon Zero. Dawn. It's all about Horizon. Okay, Zero Dawn. all right. Let's move on. What alien piss would you drink then? Um, don't think too long about it. Man, I would drink that. <laughs> Why do I always go back to this bitch? I would drink the piss of that blue bitch from Fifth Element, the singing, <laughs> the opera singer. There's something about that bitch. I'm just, I'm into that bitch. Okay, I'm into her. I like her tentacles. I like her blue blood. I think at one point I said I would fuck her blue blood back like 20 episodes ago, and now I'm gonna drink her piss. And now you're gonna get a golden Man. shower from her with your mouth open. Yeah, yeah, her, and then I definitely would be down to drink um, some of the. Uh... Man, I forgot the race, but the uh, the avatars, the blue guys. There's some with blue people. I think <laughs> I like blue. <laughs> it just fascinates me. I just wonder if it'll taste different. I don't know. Oh, what is their names? Why do I forget that? The, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, oh, you're close. I the you, n- n- yeah. Uh, something with the yep. Something along those lines. Yeah, with an N, I think. You're you're close. <sighs> Anyways, man, alien. Woman has to piss on me. Oh, I thought you meant like alien. I was like, that's like ass, straight up acid, man. You don't want to <laughs> right? drink that. You're dead. Can I say Cthulhu? Is Cthulhu an I, I don't really call him an alien, but I guess I'll, I'll accept the answer because he's zany. Yeah? Yeah. So, But but you also have to give me a backup answer that's a real alien. A backup answer that's a real alien. Yeah. Um, mine's going to be way... you a Star Trek fan. Come mine's going to be way off. I like, I like all those. I like all those, but here's my real answer. Elf. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, the alien man. that eats cats. So clearly his piss is going to taste delicious. That's true. That's true. Man. <laughs> oh, DD, you fucking silly son of a bitch. Thank you for your question. I'm looking that shit up real quick. Oh, for the avatar? Yep. All right. Well, guys, uh, that's been it. You can always send in your emails to info at bxab.com. You can hit us up on social media, BXAB Gaming, or you can head over to the forums at bxab.com and leave your questions, have your debates, all that stuff uh, right there. And a lot of that uh, material we pull into the show. So if you uh, you want to influence part of our podcast, spend some time on the forums and, and get to know us and, and interact with us. We uh, we love having fan interaction. It's a blast. 
Uh, so we appreciate it. Uh, I want to give a big thanks to everybody that's been uh, subscribing and leaving reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those places. We've seen a, a good a good growth jump there uh, since we've been asking. And um, guys, it's helped us out a lot. We have some new people, ch- you know, finding us, and and uh, it's really really helping us grow. So keep it up. If you haven't gone yet, go to wherever you listen to us: iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, wherever it is. Please go uh, click that subscribe button and also give us uh, five stars because it helps us a ton with the uh, you know competing against all the other podcasts that are out there. Uh, we do believe we're one of the best out there, and we uh, we're just looking to continue to expand and reach new audiences. So. We are the best. There you go. But uh, guys, again, thank you so much for all the love, and uh, it's been a blast. Do you have an answer for me? Yes. They're on the planet Pandora, which we, we knew. knew that. And the race is the Navi. Navi. That's it. Navi. Mm-hmm. Navi. That's right. Okay. Ah, Jake I, Sully. Man, I can't believe I forgot that. I love I that movie. Yeah. All right, uh, guys. Make sure you can check us out every Tuesday, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and, of course, BXAP.com. Don't forget to check out our streams. We are streaming every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I believe we're adding Thursday. So uh, our streaming has really been amping up. People have been having a lot of fun hanging out with us there and just, uh, you know, nerding out while we uh, play some games. It's always fun. Uh, Do it. You got any plugs? Do it. That's a good plug. Do it. If you guys want a game with us, you can always find us on the PlayStation Network. Uh, I am the Grimlock. Sorry, Grimlock the Dino Nine, and I'm Jazzy Fiddle. Jazz, the letter E, and then Fiddle, so, all one word. Yeah, feel free to send us an invite. Feel free if you're already friends with us and you've just been afraid to jump in. If you see an open spot and we're gaming in Overwatch and Destiny and Battleborn, whatever it is, feel free to jump in, guys. We we're always we're always welcome to to game with people and. Um, you know our our teams fill up fast, so uh, we've had some people who are like, "Man, I just never can seem to game with you." So if you uh, you know feel free to shoot us a a chat invite and be like, "Hey, can we uh, can we run a raid? Can we do this? Whatever, just let us know. We're always down for uh, for some fun stuff." But uh, that's about it. Uh, we are gonna just remind you that there are some big announcements coming up. We officially have some dates set. Uh, all I can tell you right now is that early July. Oh, early July. You guys are gonna see a lot of new stuff, a lot of cool stuff. You're gonna you're gonna be hearing some some old voices back back from the dead. You're gonna we're 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 doing a whole lot of cool stuff. I can't I can't give any big names away yet, but uh, guys, we're we're excited to bring this to you. We're excited to take the next step as a company, and uh, we're gonna be announcing it early july so again stay tuned make sure you're subscribed to the podcast make sure you're following us on social media and that's where you're going to find out first about all the cool stuff that's going down and uh, you you can get you can get in on the bottom level yeah big news super news mega news coming soon it's so wacky waving flame flailing two man (laughs) It's so hard not to just say it. I just want to be like, there it is. Fuck, uh, f- fuck legal. Fuck, it. fuck the lawyer. Fuck everybody. That's right. I probably already said too much. I'm going to get fucking yelled at now. But I don't care, guys. Big shit's coming. Be ready. Be excited. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So uh, that's about it. This has been episode 110 of the BXAP podcast. Uh, uh, we've had a blast with you guys. We will see you next week. And as always, game, game on. on! Man, Jay, why do we have the best fans ever?
Probably because they hate you so much that they have to be fans. I love that they hate me. Well, me too, because it makes me awesome. Okay, see ya. Boop.